0: I feel a little ill after that joke, but... uh. (laughs) Yeah,
1: fucking me too. I can come six times and still be hard.
0: Welcome to Movie Mug, and the father and son podcast that trips over nothing and then looks back like there's something there.
1: You always got to check. You always got to check before you start shit talking yourself. You got to
0: check to e- see, even though you know damn well there was nothing there. <laughs> anyway, I'm Vince. I'm Jack, and we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, than having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father son time together. Sometimes togetherness. Togetherness is what so makes Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> Is that, a, is that a saying in a commercial?
1: It's l- oh, you love, and your I think. Yeah. It's the same shit. Stupid, mushy,
0: gushy car commercials. <sighs> yeah, there's not many good car commercials. Commercials in general. But car commercials. Speaking of the general. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you get car insurance from the corny car commercial. Yeah,
0: we're going to do another Lobby Time X. And uh, Olivia has agreed, in principle... To come back on. Very important words right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Look, we realized that we did not really give you the full. Like the the build-up to it was the content.
1: Yeah. Or like the the actual that was the funny part when we kind of we wanted
0: the voices to be a funny part too, but they which they were but they but were but they were so short. They were so short. So what we're gonna do is we still got plenty of voices to do. We're uh, we're also gonna put in uh, another empty bucket of chicken like sentences. Yeah. So say you pick, I don't know, like let's let's just say John Wayne for lack of a better idea that pops in it, my head.
1: It won't just be Hey Pilgrim. It'll be Let's go to Walmart and ride around in one of those carts.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll have <laughs> some we'll have some fun sentences to go along with it. So if you tuned into that lobby time X and you were a little disappointed, which I did get some feedback that. You know what? It was going well, and then you just didn't give us quite enough. We'll make it up to you.
1: When did the the like go kart things in Walmart's and stuff? When did those happen?
0: The Walmart mobility carts.
1: Is that what they're called?
0: Well, they're not called go karts. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> A go kart in Walmart would be fucking Fun. awesome.
1: It'd be like jackass.
0: It, yes,
1: I, I would. All, I would love to do so many things they did in that.
0: Yeah, uh, that series. Take a shit in a in a <laughs> display Depot. toilet in Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Gosh.
1: But when did when did those start? Because I want to know. Have you ever gotten on one and ridden one?
0: No, have. and I, and I know that's sad to hear because there should well, be a good story here. <laughs> 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 yeah, a couple of years. Uh, ask me again. <laughs> all right. Well, this is uh, episode number ninety one hey guess what What? you know what time it is it's lobby time with vince and jack all right everybody welcome to the movie mug and lobby it's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Um, so last week we talked about the passing of Marianne from Gilligan's Island to COVID and it got me feeling nostalgic. And so I, uh, I watched a little Gilligan's Island and, and some other shows from the seventies on, uh, on internet, the World Wide web. I don't know if you've heard of it, mm. but, um, I, I, I like, I don't watch sitcoms now. Cause none of them are good. And well, that's one reason. Yeah for the, For the most part, but I'd forgotten just how much canned laughter there was in in seventy sitcoms i had mean, there's
1: canned laughter in all the shows now too It's just something that's like just fills dead air like I don't think it really necessarily adds much of an effect or like it doesn't make anything funnier I don't think.
0: But it's just—it's kind of stupid. Well, they used to tape shows before a live studio audience sometimes, and so some of the laughter would actually be real. So that's probably where
1: it came from then.
0: But the canned laughter—sometimes it's a little much.
1: I remember I used to watch iCarly. There was so much canned laughter in that.
0: I specifically remember some of the canned laughter in uh, the Brady Bunch. That.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Go back and listen to the Brady Bunch, and you'll hear that on every episode. But
1: Brady Bunch was good. Yeah. I like the Brady Bunch. Hell
0: yeah, I still love the Brady Bunch. It stands
1: the test of time for sure.
0: Within the first six to ten seconds of an episode of the Brady Bunch, I can tell you what's going to happen in the episode. I've seen the Brady Bunch (laughs) so many times. I'd say nine times out of ten I can do that.
1: So let's see if I can name. There's George, right? George is one.
0: George Brady.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of the characters' names. No. No? Nope. Okay, then I don't know any of the guys' names. Really? Um, I know Alice, of yeah, course. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Cindy? Yep. That's the little one with the braids and the mm-hmm. doll. And the lip. Yeah, Marsha. Yep. Jan. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I just yeah. told you that. Um, And I can't, <laughs> I don't know the parents' names. Really? Mr. and Mrs. Brady.
0: <sighs> Mike and Carol.
1: Oh, I wouldn't have even known okay. either of those. Well, so what are the boys' names?
0: Greg. There's George. A.K.A. Johnny Bravo. Peter, A.K.A. When It's Time to Change. And Bobby, who later goes on to become a race car driver in in one of the reunion episodes, which do not watch. Just (laughs) god-awful.
1: Quick way to get money and
0: also ruin the reputation of whatever you're (sighs) doing. You know another way they tried to make money? or They actually did. They went on tour as a singing group.
1: Yeah. I
0: know there's like a... Before auto-tune. Like a
1: Sunshine song.
0: Oh, yeah. I think like, I'll go for a walk th- outside yeah. now. Horrible. Mm. I don't like that. I kind of like it. Do you? I, I kind of do. Because you like have a boner for the Brady Bunch. I don't have a boner for the Brady Bunch. Including I, I enjoy watching the Brady Bunch. Now, the Partridge family hated them. Who the fuck... Is- Exactly. <laughs> Never heard of the Partridge family. Partridge I would not allow that on my TV.
1: Here. Is that a whole separate show that was like yeah. a ripoff?
0: No, eh, not a rip off. They were like a traveling band. They had some teenagers and stuff, but it just the Partridge family. They had this little kid, Danny Bonaducci. Like that's his real name.
1: Is that how you say Dookie in and, Italian? I guess he was he was like,
0: he was a creepy ginger kid that whenever <laughs> I looked at him I just felt strange and not good. So I just I couldn't handle it because of him. Kind
1: of like uh, Charlie. From the Willy Gene Wonka? wilder one.
0: <sighs>
1: He's a little uncomfortable.
0: Terribly casted. <laughs> like the real.
1: Like that kid. I don't want to give him a golden ticket. Gosh. I snatched that back.
0: The Charlie in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp. He was good. Like that kid.
1: He was in Spider Waker or something. Wasn't yeah, he, he was. Is that kid?
0: Yeah. I'm original Willy Wonka rather than the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka. I
1: think I am too. I like the Oompa Loompas. There's a charm to the older one. Yeah,
0: yeah, and a creepiness to the older one, too.
1: Yeah, and and then the Oompa Loompas in the second one are just clones of, like, one native guy to the cocoa bean Mm -hmm. country or whatever. Gene Wilder's a little creepy.
0: Oh, he's so great. Uh,
1: I mean, Johnny Depp was just, like, a weird, funky Willy Wonka, but Gene Wilder's, like,
0: I don't know. There's,
1: There's something more sinister, and Slugworth scared the shit out of me.
0: There's no earthly way of knowing I, I know. Oh my gosh. I mean some so of the great.
1: some of the parts of the the remake with Johnny Depp were like really awesome mm-hmm. like um, the environments definitely looked a little better. Um, I always thought it was awesome that the, all those mountains where it was snowing powdered sugar <laughs> and it was like brownie mountains made me think of ccs <laughs>
0: oh, God. No,
1: ccs is not as good as I remember it being.
0: Ah there goes that sponsorship. I remember being really excited knowing that there was a remake and knowing Johnny Depp was going to be in it. And I know there's a lot of negativity about Johnny Depp, but he was one of my favorite actors. I like him. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And Tim Burton, okay. And when I saw it at the movie theaters, I walked out of there disappointed. But the more I've revisited it...
1: It's always something you can throw on the TV and watch for a while. I enjoy it now. And there's no, cheer up,
0: Charlie. Oh, wow.
1: That was the worst song (sighs) Every time, because I've seen the original so many times. I've seen mm-hmm. both of them so many times. And when I was a kid watching the original, every time that part came on, I just wanted to like fast forward
0: through yeah, it. Yeah, I know.
1: And I like the Candyman song, and like they're in like his place. I thought that was so cool. I always wanted to like actually go to a Candyman store and get like... The chocolate bars just always looked so good for some right.
0: reason. Right. Wonka bars.
1: <laughs> yeah, the one that I think uh, is in the original... Like that long skinny
0: one, uh, I always wanted that one. So, if you had to choose between the two, which one are you choosing?
1: Um, the original, yeah, it's been, I, it's been a really long time since I've seen it, and I mean, probably in the past five months, the remake has been on our TV when I like walk downstairs probably like two or three times. Yeah, so it's a lot more fresh in my memory. But I, I think I'd have to choose the original.
0: All right. Well, this is not an episode about. Either Willy Wonka's. Got anything else? No. All right, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil the second movie of 2021.
1: Yes. So this movie came out in 2019. It's rated R. It has a runtime of two hours and 39 minutes. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of a long Better one. be good. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 85%, while the audience gave it a 70%. IMDb gave it a uh, 7.6 out of 10 stars. Um, the Mormon Mothers tell us that a woman tells a man not to disturb another man because she fucked his brains out, <laughs> and then a character smokes a cigarette soaked in acid and gets high from it.
0: Who hadn't been there?
1: <laughs> Probably a lot of people. Hmm. This right. movie is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, all right, all right. I remember seeing the previews for this and knowing it was a Quentin Tarantino film and seeing all the fucking big names in it, Mm -hmm. like uh, Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie.
0: Yeah. And this is one of those movies that I was excited when it came out. I can't tell you for the life of me why I've never seen it.
1: You wanted to go to the movies and see it, Mm -hmm. and I did too. It just just never panned out. Yeah.
0: Just never happened for some reason. And I say that reason is because it needed to wait until today. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, well, let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2019's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. A Quentin Tarantino film starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie,
1: Dakota Fanning.
0: Yeah, Dakota Fanning. Tex. <laughs> Tex and <laughs> Charles and Squeaky and Sadie. The Manson yeah. gang, the Manson family. Mm-hmm. All right, let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about uh, Rick Dalton, played by Leo DiCaprio, one of uh, a favorites here on Movie Muggin'. Oh, yeah. And he is a... I guess he's an A-lister TV star, basically. Yeah, he plays in like a lot of westerns, and Brad Pitt is his stuntman.
1: Uh, he's also his like chauffeur, kind of, because kind of funny. Uh, Leo Car- Leo DiCaprio's character he got too many DUIs and can't drive, <laughs> so his stunt double also does that.
0: So Brad Pitt basically does everything for him. He yeah. fixes his house. Nanny. He runs errands for him. He drives him all over the place. Meanwhile, he's living in a trailer. Um, Behind a drive-in yeah, movie. Yeah, with not a lot going on. But he seems to be cool with it. Yeah. he like, He's he not like... Got a good life. He's not like envious, really, or he doesn't show it anyway the, of Leo living the big life in the Hollywood Hills.
1: she's just glad to be a good friend. Uh, yeah. And it, they're just buddies. It seems
0: that way. Anyway, it's kind of their relationship and Leo making movies and... Also intertwined in this is the Manson family, who is going to... Well, if you don't know anything about the Manson family, Charles Manson basically tells his followers to go kill Sharon Tate, who's played by Margot Robbie.
1: That's the next-door neighbors of Leo.
0: And everybody in the house. And in real life, they did, and they... They painted words on the wall in blood. I think it said "piggies" and "helter skelter," which was a Beatles song. And cut a yeah. baby
1: in, out of someone. Yeah,
0: out of Sharon Tate. In
1: Obviously, the, even Quentin Tarantino didn't show that. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, because I, I didn't know how this story actually ended. Uh, so I was like, kind of surprised when you told me it ended a complete different way. Yeah, and I was like, and Quentin Tarantino didn't show that. That would he would have probably been canceled now that cancel culture is like in full swing and everything honestly i feel like even he realizes that would have been pretty poor taste i mean that's just pure shock value and that would probably make one he probably would have made less box office because ward would have gotten around sure and two reviewers would have just hated that
0: let's move on to other things (laughs) uh Yeah. yeah so i'm fully prepared for them to walk in and kill Sharon Tate and kill all the other people. Meanwhile, Brad Pitt's character is high from smoking an acid-dipped cigarette. Yeah. And Leo's outside with his headphones on. And and he's a billion margaritas deep. Yeah, and, and his wife is uh, on sleeping pills and asleep. Yeah. So I, I thought they were just going to miss it and then see it on the news the next day and be like, holy shit.
1: I'm very glad it that he went with this route. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've seen plenty of home invasions and people who are helpless just dying to somebody. I mean, like, happened in, like... I mean, always someone from the home invasion will step up and, like, win the day, you know? But, like, we've seen Purge movies. We've seen The Strangers. Like, people just, like, die. Uh, and that's boring. We don't want to see Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio get uh, I killed. mean, obviously, they <laughs> they're invincible. But... Yeah, uh, and it was a much more Quentin Tarantino ending with all of the way it went down. It was horrific violence. Yeah, Brad... lots, lots of blood, lots of. It felt awesome, and that's yeah. Quentin Tarantino action scenes always feel awesome.
0: Yeah, Brad Pitt had a badass dog, a pit bull, and, and he just went, and Brandy <laughs> just got after Tex, um, who was one of Manson's killers, mm-hmm. and chewed him up. And then Chewed Up a Lady, and Brad Pitt is smashing
1: Well, We'll get into fa- it.
0: Yeah. There's there's some... Uh, yeah. I want
1: to talk about that in very much. There's depth.
0: some... All right, we'll just leave it at there. There might have been a little uh, face smashing. On multiple occasions. All right, so um, a movie with two heavy hitters, like Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio... You know it has a lot of potential to be good. Who, uh, I, I looked it up right before we came on there, who... Uh, has more net worth i knew that's what you're gonna ask
1: i'm gonna have to say leonardo dicaprio
0: leonardo dicaprio is 240 million
1: no way brad pitt's like 600
0: and brad pitt is 300 million wow Hmm.
1: I- i've just seen less brad pitt movies i feel like that's why i said that because i know inception was huge wolf of wall street was huge titanic um, was yeah. huge. I, this movie, mm-hmm. I, I know, had, was pretty big. Oh, Leo's huge. I um, mean,
0: $260 million's nothing to gang- sneeze at. I'm sure
1: Gangs of New York got plenty of attention. Probably. I mean, I just know a lot of movies he's been in are just, like, massive movies. Mm-hmm. And then in Brad Pitt, for Brad Pitt, I've seen World War Z. <laughs> and, I, and I think, like, that's it. I, I know I've seen him in other stuff, but, like, really, I feel like World War Z is the only one that comes to mind, and I'm pretty sure that would not just solo carry someone to 300 million dollars i know he's in snatch i've never seen that though
0: yeah brad pitt fight club
1: i've never seen that
0: inglorious bastards uh, oh, seven yeah. oceans 11 oh he's in the oceans Moneyball, benjamin button um yeah he's he's i he, forgot i've been seen, around i think oh, i've wow. seen oceans 11 next question about these two which one's more handsome
1: definitely a brad pitt I agree. I agree. Uh, I feel like uh, Leo is a lot easier to make look unflattering. And and in this movie, I don't know, in this movie they gave him that really bad haircut after the six-month time skip.
0: I'm not talking about in this movie overall, but yeah. Oh, they,
1: definitely Brad Pitt. O- yeah, Obviously Brad Pitt. Does Brad I mean, Pitt ever look bad? I don't think so. I don't think so He's either. He's probably like 84 years old. <laughs> He's like the man version of... Um, the girl from Friends, Jennifer Aniston. They were together. Uh, yeah, I, I think I knew that. Before Brangelina.
0: Yeah, Brad Pitt is 57 years old. That's crazy. It is crazy. And
1: he's ripped as shit. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's a bad person in real life. What? You think so? Uh, well, I mean, I... I don't know if it was a rumor. This was many years ago I heard this, but apparently he like beats like thirteen kids and Angelina Jolie wanted to like I don't think he
0: beat thirteen kids. I I I don't think he'd be (laughs) acting anymore if he did that.
1: Yeah, that's true. I I had heard that. It's probably some tabloid bullshit. But also look at him. What? He has every right to be the most like disgusting, vile human being. What? How do you Because figure? he's so cool. Oh. <laughs> he's the biggest, like, he looks like he'd be a douchebag. I disagree.
0: I th- I he's I look-
1: awesome, and he's cool, and he's always badass. I think he'd so be So nice. why
0: can't he be a douchebag? <laughs> I mean, he can.
1: He has a much higher percent chance in my head to be a douchebag than Leo.
0: Oh, I disagree 100%. Oh. I just really think that Leo
1: has more because he's like a child star or something.
0: Yeah, I think he just has more potential to be kind of a get the fuck out of my face <sighs> than than Brad Pitt.
1: I mean, if I were to look at both of them and just based off of physical appearance, I'd definitely give Brad Pitt the douche edge. Really? Definitely. Okay. Because he's literally still looks like he's like a high school senior like quarterback. I I don't know. I just that's how I feel.
0: Well, Let's have them on. Let's 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 reach out to them that's and see which one comes on and then we can doable. then we can make our decision. Easily doable. All right, let me read what the internet has to say about uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. After Rick Dalton gained fame and fortune by starring in 1950s television western, but now he's struggling to find meaningful work in a Hollywood that he doesn't recognize anymore. He spends most of his time drinking and palling around with Cliff Booth, Brad Pitt. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. His easygoing best friend and longtime stunt double, Rick also happens to live next door to Rowan Polanski and Sharon Tate, the filmmaker and budding actress whose futures will forever be altered by members of the Manson family.
1: Not in this movie. No,
0: not in this movie. Not in this movie. All right. So, um, I mean, I, there's really not a whole lot to talk about the storyline. It's just... Honestly. And Al Pacino was in this, and I really don't know why. I don't. I didn't find <laughs> his part in this to be necessary at all. No. And the dialogue between him and Leo was like, I don't give a fuck about this. What does this have to do with anything? But
1: I mean, it only lasted like three minutes total. It, though, three
0: so. minutes too long. I, I felt like oh. I don't know. I I, I mean, didn't. I didn't enjoy Al Pacino's character being in this. I don't really know what it added. It didn't. I did like the. Like they'd be talking about something and then they would flash over to it. Kinda of, it reminded me of Family yeah. Guy. It's like uh like Peter saying, uh, oh, it reminds me of the time I lighted farts with Ronald Reagan and then it like shows that yeah. and then it goes back to it. And they did a lot of that where they'd be talking about something and then they would go to the movie shot of it and then they yeah. would come right back. Because
1: Leo's talking about scenes he did mm-hmm. or something like that, and it would go and show that scene.
0: And the and the and the scenes were great. Those were some of my favorite parts was watching the actual movies that he was in, or clips from the movies. Because it
1: was movies within a movie. Mm-hmm. and We got to see Westerns, multiple Westerns. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of them were really corny, and I, that was definitely on purpose. And
0: that's so Tarantino.
1: <laughs> and then we got to see uh, his FBI stuff, <laughs> which
0: was very corny and funny. Uh-huh. Um, them uh, lighting Nazis on fire with a flamethrower. And it was <laughs> almost like, uh, reminded me of Boogie Nights, the, like the, the, the <laughs> yeah. shows that that Marky Mark was in that were just ridiculous these were these were ridiculous on on a higher level of less ridiculous yes yeah, yeah. but
1: but still very enjoyable yeah
0: that was a that was a really good touch
1: so so one thing I will kind of say about this movie is it didn't feel like two hours and forty minutes, but it didn't feel short either
0: I agree
1: there were parts that I feel like could have been not added, and a lot of it was a lot of downtime. Uh, This movie was basically downtime, the movie, until the last
0: 25 minutes. There wasn't a lot happening.
1: But But I wasn't that mad. mad I wasn't mad at all.
0: You know what? I I was at first. I was like, come on, Tarantino, not another slow starter, because I've tapped out on slow starters before. Yeah. And then what kind of sucked me back in, which can suck me back in lots of times, is a cool scene with cool music. And there's a lot of good music in this movie. It was when Brad Pitt got in his car and, and his Ramblin' hauling. Man came on and he's just hauling ass. And I was like, okay, that yanked <laughs> me back in, which I, I love. Tarantino, he is a soundtrack master. He had the right sound in this as well. And he oh, also yeah. did something kind of kind of interesting. Whenever they were in a car, there was always either music or like commercials or mm-hmm. talk that was kind of setting the scene for the times. And a lot of
1: times the TV was on uh-huh. with old shows or commercials and like I, when they went in places.
0: I'd love to go back and, and just hone in on that and just listen to what those commercials were. Because it I, was I, interesting. I, th- I think if I could have really heard what they were saying, that would have been... Uh, pretty interesting to see.
1: But yeah, you're too busy trying to pay attention to other things that are happening. But gr- That's the background.
0: Yeah. Growing up in the 70s, I did like seeing some of the things that reminded me of the 70s, um, like TV Guide and I saw some Tang. And Tang, TV
1: Guide was that little book, right? So
0: TV Guide came out, I, don't, I think it was once a week. And it's kind of like, you know, you flip on the TV now and you hit guide and you can just scroll and see what yeah. was coming on. TV Guide was a paper version of that.
1: Because you didn't have that.
0: No. You You just had to switch the channels directly. You had no idea what was going to be coming on. So it just showed you all the schedules. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, it was greatness. It was greatness. (laughs) Now, one came in the Sunday paper also, but TV Guide had that little extra in it. And Mm, I think people collected TV Guides, and I think some old TV Guides are worth a lot of money. That's interesting. That's cool. We typically didn't get TV Guide. Our neighbors did. We got the newspaper version of it, which worked as well. But yeah, you'd look through there on Sunday and be like, "Oh yes, Ricky Ticky tavvys coming on," or the Charlie Brown. What Charlie Brown? <laughs> because back in the day, if you didn't catch it when it came on, too bad. Yeah, it's like a long merry go round. You never knew when it was going to come back around, and and you guys don't know how good you have it. Just look I don't up even any watch TV. You want to watch any movie, any show, you can watch it now. <laughs> you can just look it up. Yeah, you know this movie, I like we didn't even really get to see Brad Pitt do any stunts. It's like why uh, yeah. did they even make him his stuntman? Couldn't he have just been like part of his like uh, crew cuz like every every actor is well, That makes their, him more pretentious. Well, but but maybe maybe a, a childhood friend or something hanging around. Why did they make him a stuntman because he didn't even do any stunts. I was like I we're going to get to it. see him do some kickass stunts or something and stuntmen when I was growing up was something that a young man aspired to be. Yes, evil can evil. Da, 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 da. I'm, but I'm telling you, man, stunts were big. I used to practice stunts. I used to jump over my chain link fence like I was diving and do go into like a uh, roll. roll. Yeah, yeah. I used to like walk across it, try to balance like a ninja, dude. I could climb trees. I jumped off my roof. <laughs> there was a movie that came out in the '70s. Burt Reynolds was in it. It's on my list, but man, we're years and years away from it. It's called Hooper, mm-hmm. the the life of a Hollywood stuntman, and. Just made it look cool, man. I because
1: mean, it, it is cool. Mm-hmm. And the one stunt they showed that I remember is Leo's in like a high speed chase and like jumps this big gap. Yeah, and it freeze frames when the car is over the gap and it's like zoomed out and of course you can't see who's in it. And an arrow, it's a, it goes ding and an arrow with the name Cliff mm-hmm. <laughs> was
0: there. But I'm just thinking. You know, not every Hollywood actor does their own stunts. So I'm thinking... Oh, no. Ryan, I'd say probably most don't. Ryan Reynolds might need a stuntman. <laughs> <And laughs> because you can still do that stuff? Of course, I could for
1: the right amount of money. I feel like most of the time people's stuntmen are younger than them.
0: Well, true. <laughs> and but you're definitely... Uh, you remember watching Breaking 2, though? When uh, oh yeah, Turbo was falling down the stairs, and a guy who was at least forty-five years old was falling down the in, stairs. Like Thirty Shades Darker, yeah. So it was like
1: that wasn't they didn't even try.
0: So I could do that. <laughs> I could I could
1: probably fall downstairs. I mean, for bad for bad for badly
0: produced movies, you could be the <laughs> stunt man for anybody. I, like I would love to be in a terrible movie, just like Me, an too. extra in a terrible movie and a commercial. I'd love to be in a commercial also. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I don't care what kind of commercial. I'd do one of those, upset stomachs, diarrhea. I'd be in one of those. I'd be in like a ED one. I would just like to be in a commercial. Uh,
1: put me in a Viagra commercial.
0: You're a little young for Viagra. I'm a little young People for Viagra. People get addicted to
1: Viagra. What? And then you you get ED from it. Like uh, who? There's like a Vice documentary about like guys in Britain. Like kids? Who are like. Not old men and not middle aged men, like like twenty somethings.
0: I don't what why I don't know.
1: I guess they just want to try it and then they're like, wow, I'm rock hard. I can come six times and still be hard. That's the opener. Holy shit. <laughs> <then> this podcast <laughs> is gonna open up with me so wait Hulk a minute. Hoganing. <laughs> I know it helps you get it up. And it helps it stay up. So you can I'm just pretty, like I'm pretty sure. I and mean, I've never tried it and I've never met anyone who tried it, but I'm pretty sure that it, it just like keeps going. So you can blow your wad and then just keep on going? I mean, doesn't that sound great? No, man, I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, imagine you had this in your 20s, or right when you and mom started first delving into the premarital sex. <laughs>
0: There was um, lots of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, So you had lots and there are probably many times where she was left unsatisfied. Never. We'll imagine not once. You had a fucking rock hard donger and you're like, yo, and she's like, is that alien technology? How did you, how did but, you squirt and you stay up? Squirt. How? It's not how that works.
0: I don't want to do it six times in one night, and well, th- there's no woman that wants to do it six times in one night. So and- <laughs> what's what's the point? I'm not going to do it twice with her, and then be like, "Well, she does not want to do it anymore." I'm just going to go use a prison pocket pussy. <laughs> or I mean, oh, like I don't, I don't. I, how the fuck would you be addicted to that? There, there's another thing like, that can I'm gonna- keep your penis hard too,
1: uh, meth. Oh, okay. There's this video on YouTube I saw, and it's just this dude he's talking about meth. And he's like, if you ever need your penis to get really hard, just drop by and I'll just just smoke some meth with me. I promise you. I was with my boyfriend and I just smoked some meth and my penis got so hard for so long. But- and he, he's like... Like old and has like missing teeth, talking about keeping his
0: dick up forever. But if you're on meth, what are you gonna stick it in? That's the problem. What ultimately is it gonna go inside? Anything it can fit into. That's that's a scary (laughs) situation. Right? You're fucking somebody's VW bug and they come outside and spray you with a hose.
1: I love those videos where there's like a, a meth addict on someone's property. Like there's this one guy who's filming it, and this lady's like tweaking out, like in his like, on the side of his house at the gate and stuff. And he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And he just starts spraying her with the hose, and she really doesn't like it. And it's like crackhead repellent. Just spray him with something. I would
0: not want tweakers on my yard.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would like it once, just so it can happen once, and it'd be funny, but never again. Like I don't want. To have to worry about a tweaker opening my back door?
0: No. <laughs> Shit. What are we talking about now? <laughs> uh, whatever. There's... Just don't give them access to your back door. All right. So Brad Pitt won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in this movie. Do you? I would say he's more of a main character. No, Leo was the. I mean, yeah, the main but actor. Like... But do you think? I mean, watching that, were you like, yeah, absolutely. Best act, yeah. best supporting actor of any movie in 2019.
1: Brad Pitt was perfect for this role. If Brad Pitt's character wasn't in this movie, this movie would be a dog shit. Mm, yeah. Complete dog shit. He, he perfectly casted and he did a good job. He's a good actor. And I think since he was basically this movie's second main character, he got a lot of screen time. He was a cool
0: character. Okay, so here's the nominees for best supporting actor of that year that Brad Pitt won. You got Anthony Hopkins from The Two Popes, which I've never seen, but Anthony Hopkins is fucking fantastic yeah. in everything he's in. Of course, Brad Pitt, Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Joe Pesci's I hate him. I you know, I
1: and mean, he's in like eight of the Lethal Weapons. He was terrible he's in the lethal weapon. You've never even
0: seen a lethal weapon,
1: dude. <laughs> but yeah, but I've I've seen clips and enough to know I hate the guy.
0: If he would not have been in Goodfellas, that would have been a completely different movie. Oh
1: yeah, he I forgot was in Goodfellas. phenomenal
0: in Goodfellas. The
1: movie kind of sucked though.
0: So uneasy every time he was on the screen, not knowing what he was going to do. He's a
1: loose cannon. Yeah, Al
0: Pacino, The Irishman, and Tom Hanks, A uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, where he played. Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers. How is he a supporting actor? Yeah, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> Isn't Mr. Rogers the only character besides, like, Sock
0: Puppets or something? I personally didn't watch this and, and go, oh, fuck, he deserved an Academy Award for that.
1: And neither of us sat down for six hours to watch The Irishman, <sighs> so... And
0: not sure that we will. I feel like that's just the dialogue, the movie. One day, we will no doubt be invited to put in our vote with the Academy being yeah. that we are an up-and-coming... We're prestigious... Movie talk... Movie service... Uh, ...podcast. they'll uh, One day they'll call him Vince and Jack.
1: We're basically a movie streaming service because of how good we describe Kinda. all of this stuff. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the movie after because you've
0: seen it. Just cancel Netflix.
1: Just close your eyes while you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. And there you go,
0: free movies. You can picture this I movie. I they're
1: going to arrest us.
0: And picture Margot Robbie dancing because she, she dances a lot in this. hmm that's another thing. They went to the Playboy Mansion, and everybody's just dancing. Like, everybody's dancing. Is there any situation where you would feel not a problem just going out and dancing in front of people?
1: <laughs> Off the top of my
0: head, no. Absolutely not.
1: But, I mean, in a situation like that, if it's like... And there, a lot of them are probably on some kind of drug, too. That helps a lot with yeah. making people dance. Mm-hmm.
0: Liquid courage is the only yeah. time I've really ever really gone out and... <laughs> Done the running man in front of people.
1: So stone cold sober, definitely not. I, it's It makes me want to crawl out of my skin. I, I like dancing. Yeah? I, I mean, I feel like most people do to some degree. Like, I really enjoy dancing.
0: And you're funny when you do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but... Comedic dancing. I mean, it's you and mom and then the mirror.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, the mirror, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'll de- whenever I'm alone and there's music playing, mm-hmm. I'll def- I definitely dance way too much. Like trying to dance or just fucking around? Like, you I'm, trying out your
0: good moves? I'm and being, not, like,
1: looking in the mirror and being like, ooh, ah, step up four, here I come. <laughs> I'm, think, I'm more like, I, I don't know. I just, like,
0: dance. I food dance like a motherfucker. You, if, if you food
1: a robot like a motherfucker. If I'm
0: hungry and I start making some food and it's in the microwave or it's in the oven and it's just about done, yeah, I'm in there. I got, I got the uns- same moves, but I've got them down.
1: <laughs> You're unscrewing the mayonnaise
0: and... Uh, uh, uh. The only time that I've ever danced in public is I was drunk (laughs) or your mother and I took swing lessons and we went to like a 1940s, it it was a hangar and it had an old B-17 in it and it was big band music and we got out and danced to that. Well, yeah, because you went there specifically Mm -hmm. to dance. Yeah, and and we'd taken some lessons and we'd practiced a little bit in the kitchen and I was still not good at it, but... You got better? um, I was still not (laughs) good at it, but you know what? I I tried, I want to be a good dancer, man.
1: There's one thing to be able to dance well, but it's also a, a thing to bring good energy, like radiate good energy mm-hmm. or happy energy whatever when you're dancing, and that makes up for a lot. Like if you're a shitty dancer but you're having truly having a good time, I can't. But you know what I mean? Like if you saw someone dancing like poorly, but it was like in the the right setting and there's a, it was just a really y'all everyone is having a great time. You got to give them a lot of props.
0: I give them credit. Like, I've been to weddings before, and there's weddings just people suck. that just get out. Well, receptions. I've been to receptions before where people are getting out there. They're just just boogie throwing caution to the wind and just fucking going for it. And I I envy that. Like, I, I, I wish I could be that guy, but <laughs> I cannot be that guy.
1: I feel like that's a younger person problem because there's that barrier, and it probably doesn't take a whole lot of exposure therapy to break through that barrier and be able to just dance anytime, anywhere. I don't know about that. But you're an old man. I I feel like you
0: would have broken through that barrier
1: by now. Most old people would be like, sure, I'd dance.
0: Right, who gives a fuck, man? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm old. I'm past the point where judgment bothers me. I haven't hit that
0: age yet. I have not hit that. You hit
1: it for some things, but dance, it's hard. It is. Like something like dancing. It is hard. Now singing, I will never sing in front of other people, (laughs) ever. I have before. And I'll do it in a car with my friends, but that's it. I'll Mm -hmm. never actually sing in front of people because that's something I'm much more self-conscious about. All
0: right, favorite parts?
1: (laughs) Um, The ending. The end action scene. Mm -hmm. The best part of
0: this movie, by far. First of all... They went to the wrong house. They were supposed to go, and when I say they, Tex, Squeaky Frome, uh, Sadie, the ones that really went in and and killed Sharon Tate, they go to the wrong house. They go to Rick Dalton's house.
1: Yeah, because they just completely changed the plot. Mm -hmm. And so Brad Pitt was on acid, and he was feeding his dog, with a big old, like, chunky pit bull. Not chunky, stocky. Stocky, Scary yes. pit bull. Mm-hmm. And he has it trained, or he has her trained perfectly. And so these people bust down the door. And so two come in the front door, and one comes through the side door, and they got knives, and Tex has, a like, a revolver. And he's just aiming it at him, and he's like, are you guys real? <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts laughing, and he aims, like, a finger gun back at Tex. And then... As soon as shit's about to go down, he just goes... Mm-hmm. And the dog is, like, tearing apart Tex's wrist, and so, of course, he drops his revolver. Perfect. Um, one chick, uh, I think it was Squeaky, she had the Leo DiCaprio's new wife, and so she wasn't doing anything. And the other girl, like, charges him, and he, like, throws a full, like, oh. big-ass Bush's Bean can of dog food and just crushes her nose. Like, he just chunks it at her face and so she's screaming and normally i hate excessive screaming in movies like speaking of dakota fanning war of the worlds she nearly ruined parts of that movie for me i remember i got like hyper upset about that when i first saw that movie because she wouldn't shut the fuck up but in this movie this chick would not stop screaming and i was like yes like rubbing my hands together and like a really good built up fight scene where it's the climax, and it's, like, amazing. Like, I'll, I'll like, not be able to sit still. I, I feel the energy in my chest, which is like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Like, when a, <laughs> Beavis is yelling fire, <laughs> that's basically me. Like I'm, fire, I am fucking hopped up on, like, good bloodshed mm-hmm. action.
0: It's a little little scary.
1: I know, but... A little unnerving. But it is fucking awesome.
0: Are you going to kill a guy one day, Jack?
1: No. Okay. Not on... Purpose okay, or in public, okay, and so Texas is like getting his nuts eaten by mm. the dog, and then the girl like gets up after he threw that can and crushed her nose as she's trying to grab the knife, he goes and the dog and turns around and he points at her, and so then the dog starts ripping her to shreds, and so she's screaming her she looks like Carrie, she's just covered in blood, yeah. And that was awesome. I I love that shit because he's just tearing her apart. That crazy bitch. That crazy bitch. Fuck her. She deserves to get torn apart. And so she's screaming. And then, of course, Tex has a knife and tries to fight the badass stuntman that Brad Pitt is while he's on acid.
0: Who basically already kicked
1: uh, Bruce Lee's ass earlier. Yeah, which, bullshit. That was stupid. That was a horrible scene because Bruce Lee would have killed him. And he, Bruce Lee would have fucking killed any stuntman. That's not really up for debate, I feel like. Uh, But then he just, like, ends up just getting completely fucked. Like, he runs at him with a knife, and so, of course, Brad Pitt just reverses the knife and, like, makes him, like, stab himself in the leg or something. Can't remember how he killed... Oh, he curb stomps the shit out of him. That part was awesome. Because the door is still open, and Tex had fallen on his back. And so he just, like... Fucking gives him a face full of boot like two times, and you hear the crushing noises. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I love tasteful gore usage. Like I hate when movies are too pussy to (laughs) put good shit in. You know, like someone gets stabbed in in the stomach, and they have a white shirt on, and there's like some blood, and then a little bit comes out the corner of their mouth, and they're like, "Ugh!" Like that's too cookie cutter. I need this good shit. You know. Like that, it's so rare that I. That's why I get like all hopped up in the action. The brutal parts are the best, and then yeah, you do, you
0: do love the. I
1: fucking love it. The hard shit. It's amazing. I don't know. It's it, it's just. I don't
0: know. Why are you putting a pillow over your lap right now? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> oh, relax, yeah, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so then, uh, uh the Italian actress that. Uh, Leo married punches the one not dead person in the face. Well, the one capable of still doing stuff because Leo kills the other one with the the flamethrower. Uh, and then she gets up and she charges at uh, Brad Pitt and stabs him in the leg. And then he's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> you really just did that." And like they're just like looking at each other because she knows she's about to just get completely murderized. And he's like, I'm about to murderize you. Like, he didn't say anything, but they have this understanding that her life has already ended as they're staring at each other. Mm-hmm. And he just basically slams her head into everything
0: in the, the house. How many times did he slam her head with great force? Probably nine. Nine? Something like that. <laughs> okay.
1: And so he's, like, slamming it into, like, this poster on the wall that has, like, the glass frame, mm-hmm. smashing it into just, like, a table. The countertop. He's just, like, has a handful of her hair just smashing mm-hmm. the shit out of her face. Yeah, the countertop. And they were at the fireplace when they were staring at each other, and I was like, he should have used the fireplace. Lo and behold, the mantle is made out of stone, and he just smashes her face on it, like, four times, and then continues to smash her face. Yeah. And then she's just crushed and her skin tone is red and i I love when people get covered in blood and then of course the crazy bitch who stopped getting chewed up by the dog ends up in the pool with the revolver which is where leo was and she's like screaming and she's shooting in the air and basically he just gets out of the pool and gets his flamethrower that he kept from one of the movies (laughs) and just torches that stupid bitch
0: i guess my favorite part too was I guess the the fight scene there at the end it was it not expected. It was so it, it was brutal. fun watching Brad Pitt because you already knew he was a badass. You already knew he could handle himself. And but he
1: was on acid, so you're a little bit worried because he's a little bit off his rocker. I didn't know what was going
0: to happen. Them showing either. up to the wrong house. It w- it was a good spin that I wasn't expecting. So I would say that's my favorite part. Also, all right, the bucket of chicken award.
1: Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's character. I uh, agree. Not Brad Pitt himself. Brad Pitt's character. I can't really give it to his dog. <laughs> movie mug and can of wet dog food. Uh, I put that award to the dog, Brandy. Not a thing. <laughs> I mean, just Brad Pitt's character design, how ballsy he was. Because he basically like picked up one of the hitchhiking Manson family girls and drove her to the ranch. And like he goes in there and he's like, Oh, this is George's old ranch. I've been here. I did a movie here. Let me go see George. And they're giving him all these signs not to go see George. And he's like, you're not stopping me. And he just walks in and sees George. And then they've like sabotaged one of his car tires and so he beats the shit out of the guy who did it and is like, change the tire. <laughs> yep. And then all the while, he's like not even looking at this guy behind him who has a tire iron and everything. He's just smoking a cigarette. He's looking not worried at, at all. And he, he, all the girls were like going to walk up to him. He's like, one more, one step closer, I'm going to fucking kick his teeth out. And he didn't. he didn't even have to worry about a crackhead with a tire iron behind
0: him. I would like to be the guy who like Brad Pitt who does not see that as a threat at all. Be like, I, I, wish, I am not man. worried about this motherfucker whatsoever.
1: That is another level of manhood.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Where
1: you are the biggest threat, and Uh-oh. so you don't have to worry I about will, their threat. I
0: will never obtain that peak. No. All right. Uh there's really nothing else in this movie that could get my bucket of chicken other than Brad Pitt. He was he was the best thing in this movie, which is weird because we love Leo. Yeah.
1: That whole scene where he's at the ranch was cooler than anything that was about Leonardo DiCaprio in this
0: movie. Yeah, there wasn't really much cool about Leo at all. It was honestly like... It was almost a waste of Leo.
1: It it, it really was. That's kind of a criminal act to make a good actor be so confined. Mm -hmm. Score time. (sighs) (laughs) I think like a 93. 93. I didn't hate any part of this movie. It was just a lot of, not boring, but boring stuff, you know? Like, it it wasn't what I wanted to see. I wish there was more action. I wish there was more deranged Charles Manson family shit that happened.
0: They only showed Charles Manson, like, once.
1: Yeah, and it didn't even look like him, which was kind of annoying. It was basically just a guy with long, dark hair and, like, a dark beard. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh! But I I wanted more... Eye catching scenes, more action, less downtime talking. and talking. I know still I have no complaints other than that I wanted more less boring stuff that I got. But I can't even call any parts of this movie like truly boring. Like I, I had a good time watching the whole thing mm-hmm. and I'm not disappointed, but I feel like it could have done with more like fighting and more more cool shit rather than leo stuff like oh i'm a cowboy in this movie and this movie and this movie and i'm an fbi agent in this movie look at this the scenes were good i I don't know it's just too much about him when it should have been about something else i feel like but it was still a really good movie with a kick-ass ending uh fight sequence
0: so when this movie first came out and I was on Twitter and I was on Instagram and lots of people were, okay, what's your top Quentin Tarantino movies? And they were putting them in order of what they liked. And I saw this at the top of a lot of people's list. No. Sometimes it was number one. Sometimes it was number two. Sometimes it was down there, five, six, seven, eight. I was very, very, very disappointed.
1: I mean, uh, yeah. What the fu- Since your favorite movie is a Quentin Tarantino well, movie.
0: It just didn't fit together for me. Just the whole stuntman dynamic—it was just weird. And then we're gonna bring in the Manson family too. It was like two different stories that, even though there was kind of the payoff at the end, they didn't really fit together for me. And I can see that parts that I thought that were gonna be a lot cooler, like that—they just didn't come.
1: Like they, it was a lot of downtime. This he, movie had a lot of downtime.
0: There wasn't a lot going on for a lot of the time. Like I said, Al Pacino's character, he added zero to this movie. Zero. And Leo, being a little bitch for a lot of it, added zero. Yeah. They wasted Leonardo DiCaprio. He is a fucking great A list actor who we've loved in so many movies. He
1: just didn't get the opportunity to shine in this. Really. Anybody
0: could have played that. Honestly. You you could have got fucking anybody to play that role, and it wouldn't have mattered. It wasn't a good character. It wasn't a good role. It didn't fucking matter at all. Are you going to fail this movie? I'm not going to fail this movie. I'm almost going to fail this movie. What? Okay, like a 73? Yeah, 73. It just did not give me... Enough? No. So
1: what what does your Quentin Tarantino list look like? I mean, I know what number one is, and I think I know what number two will be, Pulp and maybe Fiction, number three and four. Look,
0: if I was to revisit Pulp Fiction now, because I've seen it so many times, like there's some things that I wish weren't in it, but I the first three times I saw it, I just, I loved, because I saw that movie at the theater three times. <laughs> I, I think once, two days in a row. I just, I'd never seen anything like it before. I loved it. I've always said it's my all-time favorite movie, it's still my number one. Jan- Django is going to be my number two. That's what, what I guessed. A uh, lot of people love Reservoir Dogs. I'm kind of like, eh. I've never seen it, so I'm going to put probably Kill Bill. One is probably going to be my third. Like I can't think of all of his movies. Inglorious Bastards. Of my head. Um, yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Jackie Brown, which I know you haven't seen. Yeah, what uh, was like his first one? Reservoir
1: Dogs. That was his first movie? hmm mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I thought that came out in early 2000s.
0: I don't know what year it came out. but
1: that, I thought Pulp Fiction was first. No. Pulp Fiction is 94, right?
0: Yeah. The same year that Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump came out.
1: Okay. Yeah. So That's fucking, that a great year for right, movies. Right, quite, quite the
0: trifecta. But never finished Hateful Eight. Going to revisit that at some point. We need to. But I got to say that, that uh, this is back there with that. I was I was I was disappointed. Brad Pitt was was good in it and mm-hmm. and maybe he got best supporting actor because he was the only reason this movie he carried the movie. He carried the movie for sure. Which when you got Leo how the fuck is Brad Pitt going to carry the movie by himself? Yeah. Leo should be awesome in it and he wasn't. But it's not because he's not. It's because he wasn't given the opportunity to be awesome.
1: That's very true. He, he was essentially a fucking prison character. Yeah, I, it's like, like I think... He, his character can't leave this box.
0: Yeah. All right, got anything else? You know I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 91 of Movie Muggin'. Uh, we do appreciate you listening. Don't forget, Valentine's Day is coming up. And remember, there's no M... Valentine's Day. It is not Valentine's Day. Okay. I know I'm blowing someone's mind out there right now. So we will actually be releasing an episode on Valentine's Day because it is a Sunday. And last week we asked for your help in picking a romantic comedy because we want to do something a little special for you guys. A little romantic. So you can go over to our website and you can suggest a movie. I will tell you that Gary has already suggested a movie (laughs) <laughs> and uh, our friend Erica over at the film stripping podcast is stuffing the ballot. She has requested more than one already really yes. how many <laughs> Just a couple but I but I have a feeling that that uh, there'll be more and yeah, I kind of I can see that yeah but so Gary, you may have to up your game as well yeah and, and other listeners too, if you want an opportunity, like I think uh, I think there's going to be a lot of lottery balls in there with <laughs> Gary's name on it and Erica's name on it, and I think chances of us picking one of theirs uh, will be high. Will will be high, but you know what? Somebody could sneak in there with with something else. But you can go over to our website and and request a movie, and we will uh, draw it out of an empty bucket of chicken, and we will, man, we will, uh, man, we will throw it down on Valentine's Day for you. I'm
1: kind of make curious. love. Make oh. love
0: to uh, to the sounds of Vince and Jack. Just, just try it. I've done it. And it's- <laughs> I, oh. I've not- <laughs> I know you haven't. I feel bad for saying that. But like,
1: I just- Do me a my, favor. My voice is like- Just playing and
0: feeling the the airspace of the room. Just and, hold on. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what- Do me, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do me a favor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a countdown, and I want you to say, go, Dad, go. Give it to her, okay? Three,
1: two, no. one. No. <laughs> Way to terrible. go, Dad.
0: Way to go. Finish gracefully. Yes.
1: <laughs> I do not. Don't get it everywhere. Don't make a mess now. Uh, I do not
0: finish gracefully.
1: <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even really laugh about that. <laughs> well, I can. <laughs> and I can when it's a little more tasteful of a joke than that. That's like a little too far. We don't do tasteful jokes. We bang on Movie when Monday. your voice is playing. Is <laughs> <laughs> basically what you told me. Uh, I can't deal with that uh, very well.
0: Yeah, I, I feel I feel a little ill after that joke, but uh. <laughs> yeah, m- fucking me too.
1: <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I guess perks of being a parent. Oh man! I mean, I I, well, I said perks of being a parent, but I feel like probably eighty five percent of parents would never say something like that in front of their child. You think there's fifteen percent of parents out there that would say that? There's a, there's a lot worse than you. I'm I'm grateful that all you did was make a shitty joke every once in a while. Yeah, but the about <laughs> the sex or whatever. But that I'm, wasn't I'm glad I've never heard y'all. It was a great joke.
0: We'll be louder next time. Like, why are you popping
1: so many balloons in yeah. there? <laughs> What? Like the, <laughs> it could, it could sound like balloons popping. Uh, more. Like... I don't want to. Okay, I've been. In, I've invited you to say more than I'm willing to hear,
0: and I've said more than I was willing to say. All right. Once again, we have gotten somewhere that we did not intend on getting to. So anyway, uh, suggest a movie. And uh, if you'd like to keep up with us, you can uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Movie muggin. if you'd like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. We so appreciate you listening and have a Movie Muggin day.
1: Bye. Doesn't everyone like boobs?